joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blissful Living. This is the queen of feeling fabulous, and I have a really, really great show in store for you. Now, I know I say this all the time because actually all my shows are really great, but but this one is really special because it's with a person that I've known for, ooh, God, wow, maybe 15, 16 years now, and um, and she's just a very beautiful soul, and she's going to share some words of wisdom with us, and I'll give you a little bit of background um, behind her, but, you know, I really want to focus on her, but she is the wife of a, of a, a celebrity, um, so I am very privileged and honored to have her as a guest and for her to take this time out of her busy life. To, to be a guest and share her words of wisdom with all of you. So right now what I want to say is you're in for a great show. So sit back, relax, grab a piece of paper, something to write with, get, you know, your favorite beverage, and just sit back and chill for the next hour um, and listen to this words of wisdom that are, that's going to be bestowed upon us. Before we get started, I want to thank the sponsors of the show. The first one, the Health, Healing, and Wellness Company. As you know, they are a holistic health and wellness company, and they are designed to help you get your mind, body, and spirit right in check and in balance so you can look and feel fabulous, fit, and well as we transition throughout the summer months and the rest of the year. Heck, for that matter, for the rest of your life. If you're interested in stepping up your health and wellness game and you want to look fabulous, fit, and well, no matter if you're wearing your bikini or if you're wearing your old sweats, you still want to look good, then you want to check out the Health Healing and Wellness Company at healthhealingwellness.com. The next sponsor is a telecommunications company that's been around going on 27 years. They're located in the Silicon Valley. Um, they install voice data, fiber optic. Basically, what they do is make sure that your backbone, your network distribution is operational connections the first time. So when you go to make that important phone call or you go to receive that very important important email that could make or break your business or your career or your day, um, you get it the first time and you get it right and there's no delays in communications. And so if you are in need of some really good communication or you want to update what you have or you just um, – want to look for ways to improve your telecommunications within your company or your business, then you want to check out All Day Cable Inc. And they are at alldaycableinc.com. And so that takes care of our sponsors. That takes care of me welcoming you and prepping you for um, you to sit back and absorb these nuggets of gold that my guest is going to share with you. And so let me just give you a little big background about the guest. Her name is Stephanie Burrell, hyphenated hammer. Um, Stephanie serves in the following capacity. She's a minister and she was ordained in February of 2013. She's a praise and worship leader. She's a mentor, 
an empowerment speaker, and she's just a really good lady to know. She can cook her behind off, and she's just the sweetest person you would ever want to meet or encounter on the street because she's always out to lend a helping hand. She recently became a published author, though. Um, Her book is entitled Reflections of Life. 60 Days of Inspiration, and in her previous life, she was a successful California licensed residential real estate agent. In 2009, she launched a local women's ministry, Women with Vision, and this ministry mentors and empowers women with the tools to realize who they are and how important they are to the plan of God and society. She currently hosts a weekly women's only Bible study, but she loves family time, cooking, traveling, meeting new people. Now, Stephanie is the mother of five beautifully talented children, ranging from the age of 29 to 11 years old. She is the wife of the international recording, can't touch this artist, MC Hammer, and in t- they celebrated, wow, 31 years of marriage. And then I bet she got some stories to share with all of y'all about how to keep it together. All glory she gives to the Father. Now, she knows that she was called to the kingdom before the foundations of the world were established and that she has been ordained to encourage the brokenhearted, lift up the heads that hang down low, bring strength to the free feeble knees, and to speak words of life that liberates the captives by the power and authority of the Holy Spirit. She also believes that the chapters of her life are still being written. She's still walking down her path to bliss, you guys, as she continues to seek the will, purpose, and guidance for her life and life's ministry. She has been commanded to preach that acceptable day of the Lord that will compel men, women, boys, and girls to come into his kingdom and to be prepared for the glory in his kingdom. And with that, my friends, I want to welcome Mrs. Stephanie Burrell Hammer to Blissful Living. Welcome, Stephanie, and it's such a great honor to have you as a guest on our show. Well, thank you so much. It's a, it's an honor for me to, to be sitting here with you. Thank you so much for having me and to, you know, be a part of your audience and the people that the lives that you touch every day. Thank you for having me. It's a blessing. You know, like I was sharing with the listeners, you know, we've known each other for a long time. When I think back, oh, my gosh, it's been that long. It just it seems like yesterday that uh, I met you in Mimi's salon getting my hair done and we, you know, you just, we just, you're just good people. You're genuine, and and you know, I know in the the arena that you traveled in with, you know, um, your husband being the international famous, very famous international recording artist. That sometimes um, sticking true to yourself, because sometimes you can get wrapped up in the stuff around you. But you have always been Stephanie, who I met. All those years ago, and Stephanie is still the same Stephanie who I meet today or see today. No matter what you're doing, if someone needs a helping hand or an uplifted word, you are there for them, whether you know them or not. And I think that's beautiful. I just I I applaud you for that because um, you know I know at times it can be challenging, um, but you always keep it together and you're always nice and cool, sister. So so thank you for just. Uh, <laughs> taking time out to be with us today. And I want to jump right in, Stephanie, because 
I okay. know you, but okay. I, I want the listeners to get to know you because everybody and their grandmother and their great-grandmother probably know about MC, MC Hammer. But the show is not about right. MC Hammer, and it's not about you being MC Hammer's wife. It's about you being Stephanie Burrell, the minister that you are, the the person that you are with your purpose is, you know, to uplift the world, so to speak. And so I want to get into, you know, out of all the things you've been doing, out of all the years you guys have been married, the kids, you know, and all of that, what made you to to at this moment in time to decide to write a book, not only a book, but a book about inspiration? Uh, that's that's a fantastic question. And, oh, I thank you so much for the accolades also. Um but I had a really, really good foundation. I'm going to try and cover cover a couple of the questions you asked me um, before I get to um, my purpose and reasoning for writing this book. Um, I had a really, really good foundation. I was, um, I'm the oldest of, of five children raised by a single mother, and and even though, you know, we had our struggles in life, I never saw her turn anybody away when they asked her for something. So... I had a fantastic foundation that you gave of yourself, even if it was just, you know, conversation. If somebody was going through, it didn't necessarily have to be material things or or monetary things. Um, You just gave of yourself um, if somebody needed you, and that's, that's my foundation. Um, and this this book and, and helping people it helped me uh, when I serve people I won't even say helping but when I serve other people it helps me because it grows me and it expands me um, whether it's a, a situation that I'm familiar with or whether they're in a predicament that I've never experienced before when I set out to help them to reach their goal or or to build themselves or to improve on whom, whomever they are, it expands me. It shows me that I could grow as I'm helping somebody else grow. So it motivates me to do that, which brings me to my inspirational book that I decided after I don't know how many years to write. But within me, I've always wanted to write a book. I write everything. I take notes for everything. All my all my life, I've been taking notes for everything. And um, and this book, I said at at some point, I said, you know what? I need to leave something um, for my children to be able to read and and know exactly who their mother was to other people because they know who I am to them. Through, mm-hmm. through the different experiences and the challenges and all that stuff that we go through as a mother raising children because they're all individuals. But what I wanted them to see in this inspirational book is that, yeah, I had struggles in life, you know, too, and this is how I got through those struggles. And and the foundation of my inspiration is the Word of God, Um there's nothing that I can experience that I can't go to the Word and say, well, let me see what the Word has to say about that. It's, it's one of the oldest written books and one of the greatest books ever written. And a lot of people, whether they're Christians or not, they go to the Word to get inspiration or to get directions or get guidance, mm-hmm. even though they're not Christians. And um, so 
when I set out to do this book, it was, again, to allow the, the breath of me to be forever written in time. Does that make sense? Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it, that, that sums it up just absolutely beautiful. And I like how you said that you wanted to leave something for your kids, not necessarily yeah. the relationship you had with your kids or, you know, mm-hmm. the day-to-day interactions. We all remember that of loved ones that, you know, pass on. But right. to actually have something physically written that, you know, maybe 50 years from now it might be your great-grandkids that your, you know, children have passed on, they still have that part of you right. and can still be connected and in touch with you, even though they may not even have gotten to meet you. So I think right. that's beautiful. It's like you're setting up a legacy and you may have not even thought about that, but you're setting up a legacy Absolutely. of inspiration for you, not only all of us, but really particularly for your generation of folks that for, that starts from you and goes onward, right, to have something um, to go forward. And I, and I just, I, I think that's beautiful. Now, what inspires you? Huh. What inspires me? You know what really inspires me is to see again the success and the happiness of other people. That 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 inspires me. That that motivates me. That you know, some people can look at somebody being successful and they get jealous and envious. But when I look at somebody being successful or somebody that said they overcame something, um that inspires me. It motivates me to be a better me. Um, and, and, and I know that, you know, uh, I'm forever growing. I'm forever evolving. And, and I like to see that with other people. And so this book, too, is, um, I don't know if you're going to get to this question or not, but why it's on my mind, the, uh, the 60 Days of Inspiration and me reflecting on my life is it's a conversation between myself and the reader about different things in life. Rather, it's, it was, I, I tap a little bit on love because I'm going to uh, do a reflection of love book um, in the process. If I could just settle, if I could just settle myself down. Uh, um, and, and, and find some done. time, right? Yeah. And find some mm-hmm. time because easier <laughs> said than done, you know, I, know. I mean, I appreciate my quiet time, and I know how to get into my quiet time, but my quiet time is my quiet time because writing a book, it's, 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 it's not being quiet. It's, um, it's me conversating with myself at different periods of time in my, times in my life. So it's an invisible conversation with myself. So, so writing a book, you would think it's like, oh, she gets a lot of long time, but that's not, that's not the time I'm looking for it to finish this book. But this book is a conversation, like I was saying, between myself and my readers about, again, about life, about love, about, you know, being content with who you are um, and learning to appreciate your now as opposed to always, you know, being anxious and looking forward to something different to live in your now. Um, let's see. It's about my love for my, my single mother and all the stuff that she gave up in order to raise, you know, um, fantastic children, if I may say so myself. Uh, um, yeah, I've met four of you guys. So, yeah, I can say the four that I've met are absolutely fantastic. Well, I haven't met the you. fifth thank one. You, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. And, and, 
And I just want I just want to touch the world with that because even presently now, you know, we're we're living in such a place where where people are depressed, they're anxious, they're fearful of a whole lot of things, but if you can get along with yourself and 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 learn how to be quiet and content because everything wouldn't wouldn't affect you. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be yeah. able to meditate and and pray and take time for yourself and say, you know, some stuff I just cannot change, and I'm not going to worry about that, you know. But the stuff that I can, let me work on that. And and, and in that, too, you can draw inspiration because there is a goal line. You know, right. you, you completed something. I don't care how minor it was or how great it was. Um, if you can wake up every day and say that, you know, today I'm going to be a better me and I'm going to be, you know, a better person to the, the, the people that I meet. And, and, and if you begin to say that and make those um, confessions to yourself on a daily, you become that person. And, and, and even though sometimes your situations did not change in life, your perspective of your life changes. Right. Ooh, that was deep, your perspective of your life. So it it doesn't, I mean, it, your situation changes or not, but even if it doesn't, if your perspective went from negative to positive, you're uh-huh. saying that's huge. That's actually really that's huge. huge. And that, Right, that's, that's huge yeah. because something yeah. major did change. I mean, you may not see yeah. it. that flower in front of you made it go from yellow to green, but your per- uh-huh. your perspective changed. So it, you know, yeah, you can envision that flower going from yellow to green, whereas before you may have not even been able to see that. So that's huge. With yeah. with regards yeah. to just having that, like finding those moments where you can get into an inspiratory mode or where you can tap into your quiet self, like you said, um, how do you do that? Cause I mean, I know you have five kids and you know, right. anybody knows that when you got kids around, it's really hard to be able to find that quiet, that quiet time where you can right. not just chill, but just, you know, just really tap into, um, to being a better person. How do you do that? How do I, with all my with all my children? It's so funny. My kids, it, it's my my kids are all so far spaced out. It was like we had a new baby, you know, because um, my first two are six years apart, and then three years apart, and then two years apart, and my last one is eight years apart from <laughs> from my other one. So so it was, and I and I purposely I purposely did that. Um, because I didn't want to be consumed with 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 children all at once. Some people like that. They like to have their babies back to back, and they you know, and they're ready to deal mm-hmm. with that. But that's not mentally how I was set up. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I needed some space in between. And what I love about that space in between is it allowed me to get to know that child, you know, more intimate. Uh, more intimately than having to bunch them all up together. And, you know, and and that was your instructions, that's your instructions, that's your punishment. But I loved a bit of that because I got to have some um, one-on-one time with with each each kid. And and the other one's not hanging on to my heel or my apron string crying, and I'm trying to make sense of life. So for me, I am a categorized type person. 
So mm-hmm. I learn how to put life in categories, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to where it was not so overwhelming for me to have kids. And even being married to my husband for, for 31 years, I learned, too, that, you know, from the beginning that he's his own individual person and I'm my own individual person, and we both bring something to this relationship that allowed it to be what it is today. Now, had I been um, a person who did not know my value or my worth in, in the relationship, I'm sure it would have, you know, turned out differently. But mm-hmm. um, I've never, ever been consumed by, you know, he's MC Hammer and like, oh, she's just the wife. It's like, no, I'm Stephanie Burrell. <laughs> So, no, no. exactly. You know, and and, and and that's no slight on him because he's always recognized that I'm an individual and he's an individual, you know. Right. So in order for uh, the relationship to work the way it was supposed to work is that he had to allow me to be me and I have to allow him to be him. And we both bring two separate things to the relationship. Right. So, so did that allow you heard you? the same? Go, go ahead, because I wanted to ask because you know he's very, um, you know, MC is very, um, very creative. He's just a uh-huh. you know creative. Like one time he was you know we're all you know talking or whatever, and he was saying that when he would come up with you know his dances or whatever, he just came up and then he would just teach it to one person and then bam, you know. But he was because he was yeah. creative; he's in the moment and and he gets you know inspiration from his creativity. You being exactly. Stephanie Burrell, different type of creativity, and you you know you you're with the kids and you know. um I'm sure what I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm sure that a lot of your inspiration came from those precious moments that you were able to have with each child as you guys had them. And um, and I'm sure that you've incorporated some of those precious inspirational moments into your book. Absolutely, because every day I grow, every every moment, even even right now, I'm in growth mode and I look for I look for an opportunity to grow and again like I said and to be a better me. So precisely those kids even even now my little 11-year-old he, he, he you know teaches me something every day. He'll you know they're all of these computer kids and he'll come to me and say mom did you know bop de bop de bop de bop and I'll say oh dude I never heard that before show me. <laughs> so so, so I'm I'm not that mother who or that parent that says that oh kids you can't teach me nothing no that's not me I've never been that person I'm always looking for somebody to show me something better you know if I could do it better yeah uh, you know or if I could say it better or if I can right. you know again be more creative and my husband he is he's a visionary. He is mm. very creative, and he's been that way, I have to say, since birth, because you guys all know, if you've read, um, he was the bad boy of the Oakland A's, you know, when he was just a, 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 little, a, a young, young man. Boy in his, a young man in his single-digit numbers, you know. So, <laughs> and, Younger than and, your and baby, then, right? Yeah. And, and, and yeah, exactly, younger than my baby. So then from there he went on to be the announcer and, and just hang with the owner and all that stuff, a very, very intelligent 
um, guy, and we talk about this all the time, that he was groomed to be who he is. And 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 I was groomed to be his wife. <laughs> so and it's it, it, it it just goes it just goes hand in hand. Without without Stephanie there is no MC Hammer. Without Thank MC you. Hammer there is no Stephanie. That's so we we al- allowed each other to grow together. Because so, I, because there I, there is no competition with us. Right. I, and I see, I mean, I see, you know, I, I've seen it for years, and, and just the dynamics, is, it's beautiful because you each get to be your own individual person, and then when you come right. together, it's still, it's like that, that perfect cake, you know, you, you put this ingredient and that ingredient, individually, they're wonderful, but when you put the ingredients together, it becomes phenomenally magical. And and so that's what I see with, you know, with regards to, um, you know, how MC is and with regards to you. But mm-hmm. we're not talking about MC today. We, <laughs> we're talking about Ms. Stephanie Burrell. And so, so, I mean, I just, it's great because I want the listeners to, you know, um, get your perspective and get who you are and get to know you. We all know about MC the entertainer, right? And some of us know you guys Absolutely. personally or whatever, but, but it, it's not about that. It's about you. And you wrote this phenomenal book, The Reflections of Life, 60 Days of Inspiration. And I want to ask you to share with the listeners, why did you choose 60 days and not 30 or some other number. Why, what, what, was, what was significant <laughs> behind the number 60, if there was anything? It, it really, really wasn't. It just turned out that way. Um, I, I, I don't have, you know, any favoritism towards number 60, but it just totally worked. Once I, um, once I settled down, because when I started writing this book, it took so much out of me, even though it's less than – it's less than 100 pages, but mm-hmm. these are the best 100 pages that that I could give you, and I didn't want to give anybody, the reader, anything less. Um, it, it, like I said, it's the breath of me. It's the truth of me. So when I sat down, finally, it took me nine months to do this. I had a writing coach, and her name is uh, Merthel uh, Baysmore, uh-huh. and she's out of the Bay Area, and and. And it's a whole story behind me uh, reconnecting with her, too, to get this book done. So this book was just ordained to be. And, and once I had written all these um, these words that she forced me to write, right, I was like, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, I'm not making this no 30 days. This has got to be 60 days because, no, we're just going to release this. We're going to release 60 days. But I did go over in my head. I'm like, but everybody does the 30 days. Everybody does the 30 days. I'm like, right. no, we're doing 60 because it took a lot out of me to sit down again and be quiet with myself, um, right. you know, to, to, to bring up the, the the different topics in this book. And if I – um. I'm not patting myself on the back or nothing, but when I read this book, uh, you know, when I'm sitting at home and I just say, oh, let me see, let me read this book and see what, you know, everybody else is reading. And I have to say to myself, my goodness, did you write that? So, 
So, so I could not take away the 60 days. I could have done it as just a book per se, but mm -hmm. in, at the end of each day, there's an opportunity for the reader to journal, you know, their prayers, their thoughts, their concerns. Um, mm -hmm. if, if that topic that you read on that particular day, if it brought up any memories, if it, you know, uh, made you look at yourself and say, oh, I, I do that, I should improve, or, right. oh, I got over that, and this is when it happened, or did it bring over, you know, some fantastic experiences that, that they've gone through. So it's um it's an interactive um, book but, as well. So, so it's about, I like the journal. Is it like, so is it, well, there's a there's a reading aspect to it, and then there's a writing aspect. And you know, when you do those multiple things, it, it it solidifies more into your head, right? So Absolutely. I would say the journaling part it's it's a journal. It could be good, bad, but it's an opportunity, I guess, for you to reflect upon what you just read, and then whatever that mm -hmm. is brings up in you, you can write about mm -hmm. it, or if you need to get it out of your system, good, bad, or indifferent, you can kind of like purge on these pages. And so it's not exactly. only inspiring um, and, and transcending, but it's also releasing as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And healing. Because and, my, healing. and healing and empowering because, again, that's, that, that's my mantra is that can I empower somebody? I, I, don't, I don't want to pass by somebody on the street and they need my help and I don't give them uh, uh, some words of empowerment if I don't necessarily per se give them um, something monetary. You know what I'm saying? So, right. so this book is to, again, to, 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 to reach your core, which is where I spoke from um, on these particular topics. I spoke from my inner self. Um, because again, I, I know this word now that it's released into the atmosphere, it's going to be forever a document in the world. So I wanted it to be, um, something that enlightened, something that encouraged, something that builds, um, something that motivated, uh, the reader as they're reading it. Uh, it, it, it talks about, it talks about again. It talks about the woes of your relatives passing. You know uh, how I felt when my aunt passed away, and and it, it, it's 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 a lot of different topics that are that are covered in the sixty days. Some are longer than others, but it's still impactful. Um, so what I want you to share, because you touched on something, and it, I mean, it just kind of hit a core for me at this particular uh, moment in time. We recently lost um, in our family a um, a mother and a daughter within the okay. same week because they were in a car accident. Wow. And so, yeah, it, it just just you know going to a beautiful event, which was a family reunion, and and but but. I'm not trying to say that out to get sympathy or empathy or anything, but I know there are a right. lot of people in the world that, you know, are suffering, maybe have just lost a loved one. Um, and you know how sometimes we absorb that and, and internalize it. If you could just share something with the listeners right now that may be 
experiencing those kind of feelings that would inspire, be more inspiring, what would you say to them right now? Um, and it could be something you've taken out of your book or, you know, but what, what is your heart saying to these, all these thousands of listeners that listen that may be going through, through that right now? It, the the thing is it's it's difficult you know um um death is difficult i don't care how prepared you think you are it's 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 difficult and 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 no matter who you are you're going to go through an arrangement of emotions you know a range of emotions should i say you're going to go through a range of emotions when when you're thinking about somebody passing and again it's the level of how connected you were to them that's going to affect you too so my thing would be is to reflect on the good that the good times that you had with that that person whether it's your mother whether it's your sister whether it's your aunt whether it's your your grandmother um and i i believe you'll be able to um not to be so sorrowful and sad because you're going to miss them physically because they're not there. But but right. the memories, if you can reflect on on the goodness of their memories, my grandmother passed um, oh years ago. Um, I was I was pregnant with my third child, as a matter of fact, when she passed away, and it was right right before Thanksgiving because this is when I just, oh it was just something, and she passed away, and it took me some years to remember her and not cry, not to feel sad, you know, um, right. because my grandmother, she, again, she was, she was our, our staple to our family. And right. I would go in the kitchen and I would, I would cut up greens and I will remember us being at the, in the kitchen and I'm helping her cook. And that's where my, my love for cooking came from. My grandmother. Oh, well, and thank just, you, grandma. Stephanie's and grandma. I, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and, and I would just ball. I would just ball, but not, not so much as I didn't want to release her, but so much as like, oh my gosh, my kids are not going to be able to go, but my, my grandma, you know, I'm not going to be able to be in the kitchen with her cooking again like this. But then when I start releasing those memories to my children and to other people, it took on a different life. It was like she was still sitting there with me or we were still standing there in the kitchen. And it wasn't so burdensome that she was no longer with me. Right. You know, she she passed away of breast cancer, and she's not. And the and the blessed part again is that she's no longer suffering. You know, right. um, but 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 death is going to going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It's going to be painful because the physical part of that individual that you love so much and cherish so cherish so much is no longer with you. Mm-hmm. But you can allow those memories. You can allow those memories to soothe your your sad heart, and um, if you would allow them to, and they would. You know that I I I think that's beautiful, and I just wanted you to speak on that because I just lately I just you know with regards to what in my family, but there are other people, and I just know I hear it you know about it all the time, you know, um, which is just it seems like sometimes. As, and I, I tell people as we travel down our path to bliss, our path on our, our own journey in life, um, things aren't going to always be rosy. And you might find that you're having, you know, a situation of a loss or whatever, but someone yeah. else may have had something more traumatic. And so, yeah. 
you know, um, anytime we can hear words of inspiration and that give us hope and courage and, you know, restores a little bit of peace into our heart, I think it's a beautiful thing because it's a domino effect. Now, I know that, you know, you chose 60 days and, and it's 60 days of inspiration, but the reflections of life, how did that come about? Because you could have just said, you know, 60 Days of Inspiration, but the reflections of life, that title within the book, um, I think it speaks a lot to a lot of different people. But what was it speaking to you, and how did you birth that title? Oh, gosh. It, it, it um, how, here's it, I used to, well, I still do occasionally, but not as often, um, on Facebook, I would go and I put up, you know, different um, words or phrases that would come to me just, just, you know, just out of nowhere. I would put on Facebook and it was called my today's truth, and and I would just tag it in and 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 I get so many responses like, oh my God, I needed that. Oh man, that really hit me, you know. So I said, man, I should turn this into a book, and so. The more I, I begin to post these to, these truths out of me, um, you know, on a daily or a weekly or, or what have you, you know, I felt motivated to write it in a book. And reflect means to recall. So it was different stuff in life that I had experienced, and I was I was recalling those experiences and sharing them in an inspirational way with the world. And and that's how reflections of life came about, and um, just uh, again out of experience, out of experience, um, because experience is always. Uh, I mean, hindsight is always twenty twenty, you know. So if I can give you, you know, a, a map to to travel, and you don't have to go down that road then I want to do that. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to have to get uh, that situation. I read this in the book. So I read this in the second book, and she said she did this in life. And, okay, let me try that before I, you know, go a whole different route. Right, um, right. I read yeah. this in Stephanie's book, and she said, she is, you know, <laughs> you know, let me try it. Never know where it may yeah, yeah, just let me try it. You know, let me try it. It, it, it won't fail, you know. Uh, there is no failure there's no success without failure. That's the whole exactly. thing. Exactly. So, exactly. you know, and, and, and that's this book because at one point I was, at one point I was afraid to release this book because, again, it's it's intimate. It's personal. It, right. it allows people to see me. It allows them to see, you know, my faults, uh, 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 you know, um, and how I overcame my faults, um, whatever they were. Right. And and so I had to be vulnerable to to the world and, and to whomever would read this book. You know, I had to just be open and transparent and um and I just hope it helps somebody, you know. I I I do. I know exactly what you're saying and I think just the conversation we're having um today you know, is going to help someone. We may not know, we may not ever hear from these people, but today's conversation is going to help someone because there are people that may find that they've been in similar situations and, you know, don't know what to do and uh, will go out and get the book and and really right. dive into it or just your words, the presence, your vibration of your words resonating out through the airwaves, you know, may touch someone's heart, especially the story with your, about your grandmother, because I could relate, you know, my grandmother 
used to cook and you know, although I should have learned a lot more than I did, um <laughs> it was you know, fantastic cook. <laughs> right. I mean I'm okay, but you know, it's just that special time and me being her only granddaughter, um right. It was just really special. You know, I look like her. I got the freckles from her and all that. But so it is something to, you know, that inspires me. So when I do cook, I think of her and it is, God, I hope I could cook this just like, you know, God grant me the strength and the wisdom and the knowledge so I could cook this just like grandma or better. Right. Right. I, right. Right. I, I haven't exactly. gotten better yet. And I may, I've gotten pretty close. But I haven't <laughs> quite gotten there yet. But I know what I'm trying to say is when you wrote this book, you thought about all the people in your life, you know, your family, um, the stuff that you've gone through, good, bad, and, and indifferent, the growth that you've learned from your, on your own just to your life experiences or that, you know, someone else may have taught you or you learned through watching someone else, such as like your grandmother cooking. But I know all of that went into um, writing this book. And so mm-hmm. – with regards to that very intimate insight into you, um, is there a plan for, I know you told us that you're doing another book, but do you see yourself possibly doing a series of books? Because these are really, you know, good pieces of reading material to have out in the world today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely, I, I definitely plan on doing, you know, a series of books. And I love I love the part too that so much so you don't have to do the hard copy now. You can just download the book to your phone or your 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 tablet or what have you and, and it's there. But I will definitely be writing more books and more topics. My my daughters keep asking me and my sister keep asking me, Mom, can you please write a book on relationships? I'm like, Oh my Lord <laughs> Oh but you know that might be you know, you're calling, you know, God is talking to you, Stephanie, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because, you know, hey, everybody, I I don't think there can be enough information out there about relationships because... I agree. I do agree. You know, I agree with that. We all experience different types of things, you know, there's, you know and there's a di- lot of different relationships. There's family, there's friends. Yes, yes. Absolutely, your boss. There's you know, uh-huh. you know, you know there's all uh-huh. these different relationships, and and um and sometimes the waters get muddled between acquaintances and friends, or you know, or That's ooh, true. family stuff, right? Or you know, uh-huh. these kids, our kids, our ages, kids nowadays, you know, they want relationship stuff because they just can't seem to figure it out. You know, how do right. how did you guys laugh so long, right? You know, like your dad do this or whatever. You like, yeah, girl, he did that and more. But, you know, so <laughs> I'm just saying, it might be, it might be, you know, you might want to think that way. I know the millennial generation, you know how they are. They, they'll they look at stuff and pretend like they didn't absorb it, but they absorb it everything, right. putting it to use. They right. would definitely benefit. And even the kids, you know, it, all kids of all ages. So I'm, I'm we're just dropping a little bug out there, but. I hear um, you, girl. I hear you. Like you said, it's all different types of relationship, and I'm telling you, it's that will be. I don't know when I'll get finished writing that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, it's you would never. Series. 
start with like the love relationship. Mom, how do well, you Well, that's like, what I'm starting with. I'm starting with the love. The because love. again, it's okay. the reflection. Yeah. So we're doing the reflections of love. But here's the thing okay. in, in today's time, as opposed to the time when we were growing up and, mm-hmm. you know, um, being married young and all that stuff. Right. Um, nobody's willing to, to, um, put up with anything soon as some soon as soon as the relationship gets a little bit difficult people are ready to pull out right. you know it it, mm-hmm. it don't even have to be anything drastic but right. you know uh, you know we 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 didn't agree on where we we're going to take our dog to get you know watch <laughs> okay so I'm uh, I'm, so out. I'm mad yeah. and you know and I'm upset and 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 we're done really right. so you know as minor as that, you know, and it can go deeper, but, but, but nobody's willing to, to put up with anything, you know, in, in order to get good out of anything, you're going to have to suffer through something. Mm -hmm. You're going to have, have to have some indifferences. You're going to have to have some disagreements. You're going to have to, in order for you to appreciate Life smooth sailing. You're you're gonna have to brush up against each other and and not like the friction in order to to know that don't do that no more because I don't like that. Right. You, you know what I'm saying. But if you pull out when friction hits, then you don't know what you like, and every relationship becomes a broken relationship. Mm. You and know, you I don't had learn a- how to deal with the friction. You know, it'd be interesting because I have a niece that she was younger. She's probably in her early twenties, and I was asking her like, "Like, why aren't you in a?" You know, was she's like, "Auntie, I just don't want to put up with anything. I'm not willing to settle." And I'm like, "And I'm like, what do you mean you're not willing to settle? Well, if they don't have did 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 did, did you know, she had this checkoff list, and it ain't happening." Right. And I'm like, "Right, but what are you bringing to the relationship? Exactly, you, what are you bringing? You know, are you a, Expecting them to, you know, they may have in their expectations that they want you to have this, 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 and this, and too, and you don't have it. But it's somebody that you really like and you're into and you dig in. How would you feel by, you know, because some of that stuff is just kind of shallow, right? Right. I don't know. I don't it's, think she's, uh, you know, it, it's. But it's just interesting. You're right, and and that would be probably a really, you know, probably the reflections of love would be a real. It's going to be really. A big book because you know we got married young. Um, it's not perfect. Every nothing is perfect. But each, oh no no, each situation, disagreement, argument, whatever you want to call it that we went through, um, was allowing us to grow in our own aspect Absolutely. and to see mm-hmm. and to see the other person. Right? Maybe you don't have to agree uh-huh. with them, but at least to see that right. that helps become more rounded and grow and to strengthen exactly. the relationship. Um, so the relationship. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to, to help you deal and to help you deal with outside forces, because a lot right. of stuff you learn is in home anyway. So if, mm-hmm. if you learn again, relationship, con- relational conflict and how to resolve it in your own house, when you get out among other people, you've already learned that. It's like, oh, yeah, I've already had this up close and personal. I know how to deal with this, you know. But if we're forever running from whatever rubs us the wrong way or or talking bad about whatever wrongs us us or rubs us the wrong way, then there's no way for you to see yourself. 
you know, and 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 build yourself or modify yourself because I'm not always right, you know. Right. And, 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 I think and my I am. husband's not always right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell my husband I said that. No. <laughs> saying that they need this, that, this, and that. So where's the opportunity for you to grow together? You're, you're not going to be 100%, and they're not going to be 100%. And, and, but together, we can try to make that 100%. You know what I'm saying? You bring this, I bring that, and together we build the rest that we don't have. Oh, I love you know? that. Yeah, see, that's the next book for sure. Or for or because right, right we because at some point we have to we have to we have to uh, merge we have to merge where it's a seamless merger we have to say that when I move he moves just like that and vice versa ah! we have we right. have to be able to say that what he's doing is for for my good and my our family's good what she's doing is for my good and you know and our family's good so right. so so relationship goes in it's trust it's a whole lot of layers that goes into a relationship it's it's a lot of layers but what are you willing to bring to the table that makes the relationship or or create the longevity of of the relationship what are you willing to bring to the table because in a relationship you can't be selfish you, no, you, you can't. can't be selfish in a relationship, although there is a way for you to get your own personal time and space, mm-hmm. but not through selfish means. Right. So it, it, it's, it's, that would be, girl, I mean, I, I don't know how many volumes that book would be. Just, yeah, it um, could be. I mean, I see bestseller, you know, you know, <laughs> kind of like, you know, the John Grisham books or the um, Jackie Collins books, you have all these books. But, you know, but, but about real true life stuff, because it's, it, you know, relationships are so complex. And the way yeah. that uh, people think about relationships today versus how our generation thinks about them is completely different. And so it's even totally us a learning process to learn how to deal with the people the the people the young people I'm just gonna say the people of today because we're in a whole mm-hmm. different mindset and for them right. to be able to deal with us right you know right. I see a lot of um, these I don't know what they call I I think back in the day maybe in the fifties they were called the May December weddings or you know where the man is like old enough to be the woman's father or whatever I've been seeing <laughs> a lot of you know a, a lot of those lately and, and I, I you know I'm not judging by no means because whatever you know sometimes guys just ain't right there right you know <laughs> but right, right. but I've been seeing those and I'm like I'm wondering why I'm seeing those it's either those that generation the 20 somethings are not in a relationship or I see the girls going for these older gentlemen and it, it's mm-hmm. just um it's just behooving to me. I mean, that's got that's a whole dynamic within itself with regards to the love relationship. But it just makes you wonder, like, what's going on? What's going on with the generations um, now as to what's so different between the generation now than our generation? And you said it, 
you know, when the when the, the heat gets a little hot in the kitchen, they out. They going to the ice house. Right, right. right. It's like I'm gone. I, I'm, I'm not. Out. I'm not dealing with that. So you take that. Yeah, you know, they're out, and it's it's like. If you do yeah, that, so you share that with the you share that with the next in the next relationship, and who knows? Right. So when do you again? When do you build? Because a relationship you have to build, you mm-hmm. know. But you really if, if you can't, if you can never lay the foundation, then there is no building. Thank you very much. Now, Stephanie, we are almost at the end of the show, and I want you to tell people. Um, you know, if you have any engagements coming up, first of all, how they can get the book. Because we, even though we talked about a lot of different subjects within life and finished with kind of like relationships, in essence, we were still keeping it in the realm of the reflections of life because relationships are a huge part of our lives. And love. Absolutely. Loving mm-hmm. relationships or just relationships are a huge part of our lives. So please share with the listeners how they can get a copy of the book. Okay, there's a few ways we can get a copy of the book. So we it's on barnesandnobles.com. Um, you can go to my own personal website, which is stephanieborrell-hammer.com and um, get my book. So um, that's how we can get my book. I, I love and now, appreciate you- if you got it and, and, and email me or call me and let me know what your thoughts were. I would greatly appreciate that. Um, if they wanted to email you, can they email you at um, via your site, StephanieBurrell-Hammer.com? Is there a way for them to yes. contact the site? Yes, okay. they sure can, yes. Perfect. And do you have um, any, like, upcoming engagements? Are you speaking anywhere? Are you hosting anything? Are you, you know, are you are you anywhere? I just... Um, I just did. I just did my um, my family. I just did uh, my first annual um, family gospel brunch. We just did that in honor of Mother's Day uh, here in the city of Tracy, and it was completely sold out. Fantastic event. Um, I'm looking to do more events. You know, that's family oriented and also you know women only events throughout the year. Um, I have an event coming up. I think it is, uh, let me look at my calendar. Ooh, I should have had it pulled up. It's in August. It's with uh, Share the Scoop here in town. Um, Becky Brown. Becky right. Brown, exactly. So I have an event coming up with Becky where I'm going to be, she's going to have a panelist of speakers, and I'm going to be on her panel Um as one of her uh, speak, guest speakers at her uh, annual women's event, and I think this is her tenth year. Um, yeah, and you can get the information. Yeah. I think it's. I think you get the information from sharethescoop dot org. I think it is. Is there a link to your so, website on it? I, I mean, Becky, I've known um, Becky like for sixteen years too. I was one of the first people she met when she moved to town, and so um, right. she does a lot of great work as well. So. Um, 
there's not a link on your website to share. There's this not a link on my site, but I can get I can have my tech put it on there um, immediately, so okay. you can get the information. Or they can email you and and contact you um, if they want more information about that. The other thing I wanted to ask you is if someone was listening to the show and they wanted to contact you to be a guest on their show or to have you come speak at their event, is the best way to connect with you, um, again, at Stephanie Burrell, um, hyphen hammer.com? Yes, that? yes, that's the best okay. way. That's okay. the best way uh, to get a hold of me. They can get a hold of me there. Okay, perfect. Any last words of wisdom or nuggets of gold or inspiration you want to share with the listeners of Blissful Living before we go? I just said I just want to say, Rochelle, I appreciate you so much. I I'm oh. very ex- I, I do I do I am very excited about what you're doing over the air. You know, with blissful um, living, I'm I'm excited about that. I'm so glad that you're speaking life, you know, to your listeners, and we need that. We need that. Um, it's so much uh, doom and gloom and negativity, you know, in the world right now. And, and we just need somebody, you know, speaking encouraging words and positivity and, and, and um, you know, just, just in, empowering people to, to move forward and then continue to look to do, you know, to do good things um, and to look to, to be your better self, you know, that if mm-hmm. you're struggling through something, if you're struggling through something right now, just know that it's not going to be always. And um, and just think about the good things of life or in your life that, you know, has transpired. And I, mm. I promise you things will get better. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you for your kind words. I mean, I, I see. I mean, there's just so much negative stuff. And I've been doing this show for um, going on nine years so it's it's been a while but you know my whole thought with the show was that anything i could do to put out positive information out there in the world again i never know who i may touch touch or whose life you know not necessarily me but the the guests whose lives they may change by their words that they share their inspiring stories or the information they share whether it's about legal stuff or business or whatever exactly Um, exactly but there's so much negative stuff you can turn on any cable network, any channel today, and it's going to be, you know, any cable, whatever, dish, whatever you want to call them, and there's going to be negative stuff, but there's not anything really positive. There's not real positive shows. There's not real positive news. It's just all negative, negative, negative. So my goal is just right. just to get out, you know, and and share it. And what I think is going to happen, I'm hoping is happening, is that it's creating a domino effect. So someone will listen to your show and be like, oh, you know what? Girl, you gotta listen to this show, or or babe, you gotta listen to this show, or what, whoever. And then they're like, oh, you know what? I just heard this show on blah blah blah, and you gotta listen to this person. Oh, by the way, she got a book, and so you just—it's like a domino effect. Eventually, hopefully, one day, I probably we probably won't see it in our lifetime, but eventually, it'll become so much positive energy out in the world that the negative stuff will be like a thing in the past. They'll be like, remember back in the old days when they used to always be negative focused? <laughs> right? Because society has evolved to more positive. I mean, exactly. that's all you can hope and pray for, right? But I figure the exactly. little bit that we, that I'm doing by sharing people like you, you know, again, we never know whose life or whose lives 
we may change. And so that's what I'm all about. And I want to thank you so much. It's been, I've been wanting to get you and you just been, you're just a busy lady. And, and so it's great to be able to get you and have you be on the show and just, you know, reach out and touch these thousands of listeners that we have that tune in because, um, you have some inspiring words. And so all of you guys out there listening, you need to go to Barnes and Nobles and pick up Stephanie's book, the reflections of life. 60 Days to Inspiration. You're going to find her in Stephanie Burrell hyphen hammer as an MC hammer. If you think of MC, Stephanie, just think of September and the S and the whole, it, I don't know how that's going to translate to you remember Stephanie, but the S and the S will help you remember Stephanie. Stephanie Burrell <laughs> hammer. Go get her book. And um, I also want to thank all of you guys for listening. Tune in. We appreciate you listening and please share the show with Everyone, those you like, love, and care about, and those, well, hmm, you don't really care about, but you hope they can listen to the show and change to be a person that you would want to care about. Um, share with everyone because the more we do that, the more we get the positive message and the energy out there, and the more we can change um, the way our our world is. So with that being said, I am the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, thanking our sponsors, the Health Healing and Wellness Company at healthhealingwellness.com and All Day Cable Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. And as always, I'm wishing all of you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. Until next time. Goodbye for now. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And, of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.